Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Let me move this bad boy. Welcome to Motivate You. We're starting early today. Motivate (laughs) You, I think, is the uh, better way to say it. It is Motivate You. We're getting prepared for Elevate You, though, which is coming up. We are. We're super excited. So we have, everyone will notice probably if you've been listening to us a little bit, we have a lot of eights in our names. That's actually a strategic, so we actually remember them. But (laughs) (laughs) Short-term memory issues. Yes, it happens. Um, But yeah, we have Elevate You coming up, which is something really different because it's actually just having our advisors work on themselves as individuals and as their business. So it doesn't have anything to do with marketing or processes or programs or carriers. It's just all focused on them. And we're super excited. They're very excited about it too. Well, I really how to run yourself as a business, right? Because yeah. we've talked about this before, depending upon how many times you've listened to our show, we think there's a pretty big disconnect in what's happening right now in our industry and people understand that they're running a business. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And making that transition from that of a salesperson to a business owner. And really what Elevate You is, is like you said, it's personally, professionally, the double P, if you will. And, and it, it's really, really, really important because it's, it, you want to be able to sit down and know that what you're doing and how hard you're working is for uh, an actual specific reason, right? A for specific something. result. Mm-hmm. The, co- the difficult part is, is, is it an ongoing result? Is it an end result? Which is what you and I talked about a little bit before we right. talked on, you know, I had an interesting conversation with one of our advisors this last week. And, you know, we, we've been doing some exercise um, accountability Mm-hmm. text messages where we bust each other's chops and stay in shape. All good fun. It's good stuff. Always. Well, that's, that's, it's good. You want to make sure that you're talking with your, your friends, the people you trust and that you can uh, get you where you want to go, but accountability is big. Right. Right. And what he was telling me is like, well, you know, I think I want to, what I want to do is I want to set a big, hairy, audacious goal, like a BHAG. Mm-hmm. He wants to do like a half Ironman. Okay. And right now, you know, that's probably something that he couldn't just go out and do today, but it's something he wants to do in the future, which is fine. But I know when I set up one of my big goals, and it was a bet that I made with somebody, was to run a half marathon back in 2012, mm-hmm. roughly nine years ago. And the, 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 the bet was that I would run the half marathon. Um, and I, he promised me, you're going to start loving this. You're going to start loving this. And so for six months prior to, I trained and I did everything actually it was about four and a half to five months, but I trained and did everything I was told to do. I followed every system, every step I needed to take to hit that goal. And then as soon as I was done running that, that half marathon, there was zero desire to do another one. Right. And to train <laughs> for it and actually compete and do another one. Well, that's why I, what it's always funny. Cause I always say to people when I, you know, my first half marathon, and my last half. Marathon. Yeah. Well, because when you say my first, <laughs> people assume that there's more after it. My first and only. And there you go. Um, there was nothing, nothing more I wanted to do than just to stop running. Mm-hmm. I was not like Forrest Gump. You know, he just <laughs> stopped running. <laughs> yes. He's like, I was just done. I was done running, Jenna. Yeah, I was good. I was done. That done, was it. I'm done, Jenna. Is that good at Forrest Gump? No, not really. Keep really? going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> you see me trying to make, I, trying I to wish make a people, I wish face. people could see his face right now. He was trying so hard to get it out correctly. It actually hurt a little bit. It hurt. So, you know, it, when we look at the goals and everything, that's why I think what you mentioned about lifestyle is such an important component to it because, you know, my oldest son just turned 15. Mm-hmm. And I remember a few years ago, one of my buddies told me he he knew how many Saturdays he had left with his son. Yeah, you say that often. And, and now I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm mm-hmm. keeping track of that. I know how many Saturdays I have left with my older son and how many Saturdays I have left with my younger son. And I want to make them the best damn Saturdays I can. And, and I'm not going to be able to do that if I'm 
working and doing things that I should have been doing during the week when, mm -hmm. and I was screwing around on Facebook versus actually getting those things done. Or if you're not focused and knowing what you want to be doing, because maybe you're grinding during the week and then the weekend, you're kind of reflecting on what you did, didn't do, or what you need to do. Or you're not being compensated properly for what you're doing. Yeah. And then you're just stressed out and constantly working. And now you're in a situation where you're never thriving. You're always striving or you're, you're surviving mm -hmm. maybe versus yeah, struggling, surviving. Well, and, and that's, that's kind of what I think you want to kind of go in today a little bit too, was really knowing your value right? and knowing your worth and knowing when is the time to say, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. Mm -hmm. Or this is not the person that I'm supposed to be working with anymore. Or this is not the way I want to present my company right. anymore. Right. That was kind of fun. We went back and forth like that. That was cool. Good, good, good stuff. Didn't even plan it. Good volley. Nice. Anyway, um, so, you know, one thing that we talked about that we had a bunch of advice this last week, it was mm -hmm. awesome. Um, really, was, really, great. Yeah, really I, good people. We had a good time. Oh, man, I have not laughed that hard. In no, very, everyone very long said their time. face kind of hurt from just laughing all night. Yeah. And it, but it was it was really great just to be around people that are that are like minded that want mm -hmm. to do things the right way and, and really want to take that business to the next level versus being kind of stuck in salesperson pur purgatory mm -hmm. or woe is me purgatory. Good point. The victim yes. mentality. So, you know, after we had a lot of fun, we also did a lot of serious stuff, but mm -hmm. one thing, one conversation that we had was we discussed the importance of your, your own worth. Right. And I think everyone has to understand that there's a, there's a certain value to you that is not tangible. Mm -hmm. I no. get that, but there is a certain value to you that is 100% tangible that for some reason in this industry, the financial services industry, people have a hard time wrapping their brain around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the big questions comes down to charging fees. And I'm not talking fees about assets under management or being fee-based versus commission-based. The main conversation like is, do you charge for a financial plan? Do you charge a planning fee? Um, and I've talked to, you know, both sides of the spectrum. Some of them, absolutely, yes, 100%. I do not do work without being compensated. And other people feel the complete opposite, that they are going to be able to show their worth and they should include it in the business that they're doing when they work with a client. And I can understand both sides, but I mean, obviously here within Motivate, we feel that you should be compensated for your time as a professional and you most definitely as long as you have license should be charging a fee for that plan. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be treated as a professional, mm -hmm. you want your clients to look at you as a professional and you want to basically put yourself out there, right? then you need to act like one as well. And we always use the analogy of a lawyer. Yep. Nobody would walk into a lawyer's office and say, you know, write up this paperwork for me, create a will, create a trust. I'm going to go to two other lawyers. I'm going to look at everybody's stuff and then I'm going to pick and choose which one I want to go with. And then I'll decide to pay for it. It doesn't think, happen that way. No. And if you don't think that what she's saying is truthful, think back to your own practice right now. If you're listening to this, this show, how many of you have worked really, really, really hard and come up with some pretty amazing intellectual capital? And you sat down with these clients, you showed them all these amazing things that they should do. And then they gave you the dreaded, we'll think about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. When they give you the dreaded, we'll think about it. It means a couple of different things. It does not mean yes. It doesn't necessarily mean no. No, but what it also can mean is maybe you didn't bring the value. Maybe mm -hmm. you didn't show them where your value is. And, and maybe this is all new to them. But have you ever had a situation where you've done that, gone through it, and then maybe a year later they came back in for another another appointment and you found out that they did exactly what you told them to do with, with someone, someone else? Yeah. I don't think there's anything that gives you a 
bigger stab in the back than somebody, like you said, taking your hard work, your intellectual capital, and just handing it off to someone else who obviously was not as good as you because they didn't come up with that plan. Absolutely. So I think I think your your whole analysis behind the the lawyer, the CPAs, mm-hmm. um, medical professionals, yeah. Uh, you know, anyone, anyone, I you, took my dog to the vet and they had to take a bandage off of him and it cost $80. Take, I could have taken a bandage off, but I still had to pay him. Right. Well, or, or take it into take your car in. they're going to do an inspection check and they're going to charge you just to inspect the damn sure. car in the first place. So, yeah. you know, it's not an abnormal thing. And when you're dealing with someone's money, you're dealing with mm-hmm. someone's livelihood and like the, the lifeline of their retirement, it's probably important that they work with someone who has uh, a, a, a situation where they're going in as more of a consultant than a salesperson right. anyway. Right. So and you're able it's to a good way to position them. it. When I made this decision to change, it was scary mm-hmm. because when I, when I sat back and thought, man, I'm worth something. Um, I didn't know what I was worth. I just knew I was worth something. And I knew that clients have come in and I'm, I bet many of you listening to this right now can relate to this. You have a client that comes in, you show them some different techniques and maybe you save them 10, 20, maybe even a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. That's a tangible mm-hmm. value. Maybe you save them 14, 15, $20,000 of fees per year. That's right. tangible. Maybe you lessened and lowered the overall liabilities um, for them and you helped them with their credit cards and got rid of the interest payments. Or maybe it was a situation to where you were able to lower their life insurance premiums or put them in a better long-term care strategy mm-hmm. or give them a lifetime income they could count on. All of those things have an actual component of being a, a fully tangible deal but oftentimes people, especially advisors, are unaware of what that really looks like or how to explain that to the client. I think that's a big thing. I think the advisor, they understand what they can do for the client, but being able to articulate in a way that's easy and simple and clean for the client to understand that tangible number. You know, we keep saying it, our business, there's is there's very little that you can hand someone and they can see, okay, this is exactly what's going on. I would say a plan is really, <laughs> we lost you. Plan is the only thing that we have to hand someone and you shouldn't base it off of what is tangible. Um, But it's hard to, to position yourself in a way when you don't have almost like proof in the pudding right in front of you. But you got to also earn it, right? Like you don't just get to, you don't just get to charge to say, Hey, here's what this is. Here's what this is. You need to really truly educate these folks because of course the, 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 the risk has shifted so much from the employee to the employee, from the employer to the employee, that it's our job to be that educator, mm-hmm. that it's our job to help them go to this next level. Uh, I'll give you some, 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 a really great analogy from my lifestyle or my lifetime. So after I ran that half marathon, three months later, I went into the doctor because I thought I'd acid reflux. And my, you know, I was just getting all this pain in my chest. And every time I ran, I had pain in my chest, but this acid reflux was just getting worse and worse and worse. And actually, I think it was actually two days ago or so, Nine years ago, I went in and my blood pressure was 230 over 160. I was about to kick the bucket. And on May 4th of 2000, what is it now? 2021? 21. So 2014, 12, mm-hmm. 2012. Um, I got five new arteries put in my heart and saved my life. Now, here's the, here's the cool part. So my life is saved. Life is good. Okay. And so there's a value to that. Mm-hmm. But then after that, knowing how to, no one ever educated me on how to take care of myself moving forward. So here's, here's this 35 year old guy. That's what I was back then. Okay. Who has a family of heart issues. Most of the other folks have not, didn't make it. I was fortunate enough to make it right. And they never once had me meet with a dietitian. Mm -hmm. Never once did I sit down with anyone after having my chest sod open to 
work on physical therapy or any type of rehab to get myself back or preventative nowhere nowhere out there did i ever have that that type of help yeah that's crazy so i mean imagine that and then what i found out as time goes on in the medical world there's a little unknown line saying that they say where there's no money in prevention yep okay only in treatment that happens often for us as financial advisors too where if you're, if you're sitting back and you're going to basically save someone on a reactionary type of scenario, someone comes in now because they're saying, oh my gosh, I just lost 10, 20, 30% of my money, or oh my gosh, I'm, I'm retired now and I need to make sure that my money can last. That's reactionary. That's not being mm-hmm. proactive, right? And, and unfortunately, that's when you're in a situation where more than likely they're not living the lifestyle that they want to. But if you could have been proactive in the beginning and there is money, to help people for them, especially tangible, mm-hmm. tangible results of being proactive and going through it, but you deserve as a professional to be compensated for it. Right. Right. Absolutely should be deserved to be compensated for that. So, you know, when I look at these type of scenarios, it's just one really, really big thing that we used um, with our, with one of our reports that we go through with mm-hmm. our, with our advisors, as well as our clients that we show them, here are the things that we believe we can do And then we show them exactly what we are going to do and what those benefits actually look like from a monetary standpoint Mm -hmm. and the impact it can have within the first one year, five years, and 10 years. Yeah. And those numbers really are astounding when you look at them, when you're taking into consideration all the different ways. And you kind of mentioned them earlier. Are you looking at taxes? Are you looking at fees? Are you looking at, you know, portfolios that Mm -hmm. are not performing how they should or within their risk tolerance? And to be able to put that into the found money report and be able to show those numbers Now, that is something that's tangible. Now, granted, it's hypothetical, but in general, if you've been doing this long enough, you should know what those numbers look like Mm -hmm. um, and then be able to relay that to the client. And, you know, we have a lot of advisors that are worried if they charge a fee, they're going to lose clients too. I hear that often. So that comes down to those those three C's that we talk about all the time, not the the four C's of business ability, but the three C's of courage, confidence, and And capabilities, right? So- that happened to me too. I'm glad you brought me full circle. We circled back. My pleasure. We circled back. I like how we did that. Anyways, you're right. It is scary as hell. When I first mm-hmm. made that decision to start charging fees, it is scary to watch certain people walk out that and door. And people are going to walk out the door. Some they, are, they are not going to want to pay. But it's interesting what happens down the road when those people start walking out the door. Which is... You really don't want them there in the first place. Boom. You would have put a waste of time. You just yes. say, look at all the time cast. You said that was tangible. Time. That was tangible time, baby. You just gave them everyone listening. Some of their life back. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that just that's happened. what I'm here for. My right. friend. I mean, we don't ever need to do another podcast again. <laughs> that's it. Boom. Just, <laughs> we are shutting this thing down. We are retiring. She has spoken. But no, you're right. There are people that we, that would have wasted time. You all have met with people that have wasted your yes. time. I've done it. That's part of the reason Five, why I started six, charging seven fees. appointments. Absolutely. And it gets so sickening yeah. because we want to be professionals, but we sit there and we get scared to hear the word no. no. Mm-hmm. When realistically speaking, and we've said this before, it's one of the best places to start. Right is with the no, there was a great book called start with the no. Mm-hmm. There's another great book that says never negotiate or never split, never the, split difference. the difference. Chris Voss, both the gentlemen are or former hostage negotiators. Great stuff talks about really kind of getting to the actual core root of everything and, mm-hmm. the, and the problem that is there. And oftentimes it's, it's not that they don't want to work with you. It's just, maybe you haven't done a great job showing them how to, to bring value to their life, which is something right. that we can work with you 
from the level of motivate, if that's something you want us to help you with. Yeah. And uh, Cassie, you're great at helping people with that. How they get a hold of you. Well, thanks guys. Um, you can always give me a shout 772-247-4480. Easy to email me. It's Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E, not Kathy, not Casey, Cassie at motivatedvisors.com. <laughs> thanks. I'm glad you know your name. I try. We won't go with the really long name. We'll just Cassandra. keep it short, sweet, to the if point. You, if you call her Cassandra, you got to do it Wayne's World fashion. Otherwise, I think I'm in trouble and my mom is yelling at me. Which would be scary. Your mom <laughs> is, what, five foot two and scares about, the hell out of me. About, yeah. yeah. I would not want to fight her in a dark alley. I think she would win. There's no doubt about mm -hmm. that. So, but yeah, so, you know, if that's something you're wanting to do where you want to make that transition, and I'm telling you right now, coming out of this, this COVID pandemic, this craziness that we've seen in this world, you have the choice because you could either be ahead of the curve coming out of this thing, or you could yeah. be behind the curve coming out of this thing. And I'm telling you this, some of this is going to come down to you making an actual decision to make the changes. If, if my friend, my other advisor, buddy of mine wants to run that Ironman, I'll never tell someone not to do it, but you don't just go out one weekend and run an Ironman. No, there are things you have to do to build up the ability to hit that level. Same thing mm -hmm. within business. What we're trying to do, though, is speed up that learning curve and protect you from mistakes that I've made right. that were gigantically expensive uh, and a complete waste of time and money. Mm -hmm. And they also had a direct impact on my overall lifestyle that I was trying to create. Yeah, of course. And then you're learning from it, too. So when we talk about charging a fee, I think one of the things that when a new advisor comes on board and they haven't done it before, that they are thankful and grateful that we have is a process to teach them how to charge the fee correctly. Mm -hmm. So how to have that conversation, how to show the value, how to put the plan together and actually deliver the value. And then what does it look like? I mean, even down to who collects the fee. If you have an admin person, they collect the fee, do first half here and second half there. All those small little details that can make a difference and make you the advisor feel more comfortable and believe in what you're doing because it's something that's tried and true. Now, you mentioned something earlier. I'm going to circle it back again. We're circling back all kinds of all, all up in here. Um, so as we're going through the fee-based aspect, we want to start charging for fees. One thing you mentioned is that some, some people will walk away. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'll tell you is the scariest thing to do is to do that without anybody else in your waiting room. Right. Right. To, know, your that, pipeline to or... know there's no other appointments coming in. Uh, that could be very, very scary. Yeah. But here's what I will tell you. When you start charging the fees and you become successful with those fees for what you're doing is you're being a professional. It also creates an immediate level of cash flow that you didn't have before if you're mm -hmm. a commission-based individual or even doing AUM where sometimes you have to wait a month or even three months yeah, before you get paid. Quarterly. With this, that can create a marketing component to your business that you haven't had in the past. Mm -hmm. And that marketing component can then turn around and do what? bring in more appointments. Right. So that can be the solve right there. The problem can actually be the solve. If you look at this the right way mm -hmm. and structure your business the right way, which is exactly what we want to help people do. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to the fee itself, we're not telling anybody who's, you know, just starting doing this, Hey, charge everyone $5,000. That's kind of crazy. The point of the fee is for them, for the advisor to pick a price point that they feel is worth their time, worth their value kind of fits within their clients. Um, I don't want to say portfolio, but pocketbook as well. And then as you get more comfortable, your plans get a little bit better, your organization is a little bit better, then you can increase the amount of fees that you're charging. So some people start at $250. Some people start at five. We have one advisor that charges 10 for business plans, 10,000, and that's okay. And they eventually find their sweet spot and are able to work within it. What did one ocean say to the other ocean? I can see you. 
Ooh, that's well played. That was quick, right? But actually it said nothing. It just waved. Do you know someone stole your uh, pirate joke? I heard it yesterday on TV. Wipeout. That's okay. John Cena on Wipeout said your joke. Uh, that's okay. I think I stole that from Tad. <laughs> from another <laughs> buddy of ours. So that joke's gotten. What did dentists call their x-rays? I don't know. Toothpicks. Uh, yeah. wah, wah. Yeah, I need the soundboard. Oh, sorry. Wah, hang on, hang on. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay, come on. Focus. Did you hear? Did squirrel, you, what squirrel. did you hear about the new the new first restaurant on the moon? No, I didn't. Tell me. <sighs> the food's great, but there's no atmosphere. I was gonna say, is it out of this world? <laughs> God, that was pretty good too. <laughs> I'm quick. What can I say? Do you have any construction jokes by chance? Construction? Yeah. I haven't built one. I'm still working on it. Oh my God, oh, I am good. You are, or you're yeah. absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's a little it's bit of fact, both. The fact that you know. <laughs> I don't know them. I was just coming up with my own answers. Okay, come on, Did squirrel. Hear, we're, more, we're being serious Did here. you hear about the fire at the circus? No. It was intense. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so the, what we've learned here is it's probably better that we stick to financial plan than joke telling. Probably, probably. But hey, they made us smile. It's a Friday. Oh, once again, if we and you laugh, then you know. <laughs> yeah. So hey, we've got a couple of events coming up. We have an event uh, next week in Tampa, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, it is unfortunately sold we are out. Full, we are full. filled. We filled. Yes. We filled in the first weekend. We it was did. Out. It was super exciting. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun though. But we're looking forward to seeing everybody in Tampa. So mm -hmm. if you're over that area and are coming on out, we can't wait to see you. We're going to yeah. talk. About about several different ways you can take your business to the next level. If this is something else that you're interested in, we are having an in-house event here in Florida, the Sunshine State. We are open. We are wide open, baby. Into the great wide open. Nothing, just me? Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, so come on down. That's going to be the... So that is the end of May that we're having that, that Thursday, Friday. I believe it's... 25? 26? I think so. I something know. like that. I can't that. look that far ahead right now. Yeah, it's 27, 28. 28. <laughs> we Jinx. both pull our calendars up at the same time. Yeah, and then the week uh, previously, we have all of our advisors coming down for, for the Elevate, Elevate you. you. Yeah, so we are, we're jammed for May, which is so exciting. It's so nice to have some momentum and feeling back. And I mean, I think when we're busy <laughs> in doing stuff... Feeling back? Were you, were, feeling, you, were you empty? I was a little. I, I was no sad feelings. and lonely for a year, even though we were working. It was quiet. No, but it, it's um, it's awesome to be back with people. It is, it really is. You know, and to see our advisors are excited. They're doing stuff. They're they're doing all these different marketing initiatives and trying different stuff and closing cases. So it's you kind of started with, are you going to? jump on the bandwagon and start doing something or are you going to hide in the back? Cause the choice is yours. Yeah. It really you comes down to, to what it. you want to do. And you know, we're here to help you out. So if there's something that you're looking for, for some help, call us. Yeah. We'd love to be able to help you out. 772-247-4488. Give us a shot guys. We'd love to hear from you and help any way we can. And if there's something that you want to talk about on this podcast, please feel free to shoot it back. This is coming out directly from myself and Cassie. We just love being in with everybody. Yeah. Talking about business, talking shop, finding ways to help people in this industry as well as the consumers out there that really, really need us right now more than ever. So appreciate y'all jumping awesome. on to motivate you. Have a great weekend, guys. We will see you next week. I love it. Later. Any other jokes before we go? No, mine are usually uh, bad curse words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And thank you so much for everything you're doing for the community. Keep it up, guys. My name is Mike Terrio for Cassie Adafero. This is uh, Motivate You, brought to you by Motivate Advisors and Motivate Investments. Have a great weekend. Take care now.